Last summer, Joss Butler had doused Mumbai's fire with shots all over the Wankhede, pushing them further away from the playoffs. This weekend, Rohit Sharma faces his first-class teammate Rahani again, although with a renewed belief that the men from Mumbai have this season in control. Rajasthan may still be reeling under the last over drama against Chennai, where they ended up leaking 21 runs to lose the game. But a look at some numbers reveal that this should come as no surprise. Their death bowling has been costly through the season, with an economy of over 11. The Rajasthan Royals, their death bowling woes, um, look, it was pretty much that last over was the, um, with Ben Stokes, that was the killer obviously, so I think up until then they didn't do a bad job. They, Joffre Archer obviously is a death bowler, um, Stokes, yeah, he was, he was pretty decent up until then. Um, and I mean, you, you look through this squad and there's nothing that stands out, there's no uh, ideal option at the death. I mean, you've obviously got Cool Carney, who I think is more of a new ball bowler. Um, Unadcat could maybe step up, but, so basically what they're going to have to do is just find one of those guys to, to, to step up to the plate. I think, I, I still, funny as it might sound, I think Stokes can still do it. Um, I think rather than just let him off and say, no, no, you, you can never bowl to death again, this IPL, um, ruin his confidence, I think maybe throw him back in there and have another go. Because I think he's, I, I do believe, I mean, and this is going to be argued obviously, but I think he still has the temperament to be possibly a death bowler. I'm not saying the, the, great, the greatest death bowler, but certainly can, can do the job. The trouble for the men in pink begins before the death overs, though. Their leg spinner Shreyas Gopal has been impactful in the middle, but with no other bowler keeping up the pressure or picking up as many wickets, their opponents do not feel the heat. Yeah, my Rajasthan uh, 11 against Mumbai is going to look like this. There's one change. I think the bold move has to be made. Ashton Turner in, Steve Smith out. That's the only change. Um, Ashton Turner is going to, yeah, obviously that hitting sort of middle to late order, um, I think is a, is a spark they need. Ben Stokes, I'd probably possibly look to put him at number three and give him a bit more time to make his impact on the on the batting batting order. Um, and I think the bowlers are going to stay the same. I think they did a pretty pretty reasonable job. Um, obviously, if you leave that Stokes last over out of it, I think they, they were up to it and they did a fairly good job um, in the last match, so I'm going to stick with the bowlers. The host sitting on the top half of the table should be buoyed by the return of Rohit, who's been confirmed as available. With pace options aplenty, Mumbai's playing 11 would be a happy headache. My playing 11, uh, well, uh, not too many changes. One obvious change uh, now that Rohit Sharma is available, so Rohit Sharma comes in in place of uh, Siddesh Lad. Apart from that, I wouldn't be looking at too many changes as such in that playing 11. The Mumbai think tank would be concerned about their other Pandya brother, Krunal, who's had his worst IPL season with the bat so far, and with his spin, he's taken wickets just twice in six games. Well, Rohit is fit enough and all set to uh, make a comeback in the match against Rajasthan at Wankade. Well, as far as batting is concerned with Mumbai Indians, they've struggled, uh, got a lot of help uh, in the low middle order with, with Polar doing a bulk of the job and Hardik Pandya. But along with Rohit, they need somebody else to fire as well. And someone who hasn't so far, and a key part of that batting unit is Krunal Pandya. 
Well, uh, can he do anything differently? I think so. I mean, it, it's been a little confusing as far as I'm concerned in terms of what his role has been this season. At times, he's come in the middle. At times, he's come to finish off the games in the last four or five overs. Uh, I think there needs to be some clarity in terms of what his role is. Ideally speaking, I would like to see him play in the middle overs and, and back through and, and finish off games. That's, according to me, would be his role. Uh, as far as his bowling is concerned, listen, I've always uh, uh, thought that he's, he's a batsman who can bowl. Uh, he, hasn't, uh, he has not picked too many wickets, he generally doesn't as long as he's economical. Uh, his average, is, his economy rate is around 8 which is fine with me, especially at Vankade where it's a high scoring venue. The battle between Rajasthan's best batsman and Mumbai's best bowler will be one to look forward to. Bumrah has dismissed Butler thrice in T20 so far, so the Mumbai pacer clearly has the advantage. Yeah, look, I think Rajasthan, obviously, they're, they're desperate for a win. Um, and I, I don't think this game could have come at a worse time for them. They're going to play Mumbai, the one Keddie. Um, I just can't see... I mean, I mean, they could, obviously, they've, they've got the players that can possibly get up over the line. But right now, the way it's going, Mumbai have probably got some momentum after a great victory last game. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to stay with Mumbai. Well, who's favourite for this game? Well, if you look at both the sides and the momentum and everything else, you've got uh, Mumbai Indians who've uh, got their cam campaign back on track and uh, seems like uh, they've got their rhythm going. Uh, and on the other side, you've got Rajasthan who's really not done that well uh, this season, just managed to win one game so far. So, I'll, I'll go with Mumbai Indians playing at home uh, without a shadow of doubt.